When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fallout Roundtable Spooky Halloween Special. Hold tight to your goodie bags as we take you on a trip into the Fallout universe in an epic Halloween adventure. See if you can figure out the underlining theme beneath Gingerino's presentation. Join us, the conversation has already started. All right, so we're going to continue on with our adventure. We are in the town of Walnuts. So tuning back in with uh, our GM Gingerino. It's me. All right. So we have Jaxi and Britt. You are leaving Salome's. And around the same time, as per chance, we have Reggie and Billy leaving uh, Birdcage's shop. Um, Captain John Michael Carson, uh, after you're done perusing the borders, where were you heading? Hold on. I found an apple on the way. But Captain John Michael Carson of the United States Enclave, or just the Enclave in general, was heading to the town square. Okay. So the the five of you, except for OP, because you are fertilizing ferociously and vigorously. Um Oh, 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 <laughs> oh You guys all kind of start walking towards Town Square at the same time. Two of you come out of Salome's shop, two of you come out of the uh, uh, Birdcage's shop, and then you walk into the Town Square, and all five of you see right in the Town Square is a hulkingly huge super mutant. Oh, There's a, wow. a big, not a behemoth, not a behemoth, but like bigger than normal, and he's just standing there in the center of Town Square. Just Is he painted orange? It's not painted orange, no. Okay. Is he painted any color? No, he's just a super mutant. But he does. Does he look like he's sleeping? He does see you walking uh, into town, and he perks up. Then he looks a little more, uh, looks a little more excitable. All of a sudden, how did any of you react to this? Very hesitantly. (laughs) Very hesitantly. Um, Billy, the adult cowboy, will approach the super mutant. Um, and look at him and say, Hi, Mr. Big Boy. How many people have you killed? And the super mutant turns and looks at you, very small thing in comparison to him. Uh, and he just leans down. <sighs> ah! Ah! And he stands back up at full height, just like pounds his chest once. Yeah. And he keeps on screaming. How, does anyone react to that at all? So, okay. I have for my rifle. 
hand is okay. hand is hovering over his yeah. pistol on yeah, his we, hip. Reggie's we got yeah, over the pistol here. on the rifle. He smashes him to Pete. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's Philly <laughs> in half. <laughs> no, Philly's dead right there. Yeah. Uh, if you, uh, so the super mutant is standing there, just kind of letting out a good roar, and then looks back down at Billy. And then from behind the super mutant coming into town, you see someone running into town, screaming, waving their arms, going, "Stop! Stop! Stop! It's it's okay. He's safe." And this person comes running up to you guys, uh, in a frantic rush. The person you see before you. He's a full-grown man, but he looks like he's wearing clothes that are kind of like meant for a kid. He's got like a bright red shirt on and some uh, blue pants on, and so he basically has, like Billy. Yeah, and he, he's got a he's got like a piece of fabric re- tied around his neck, and it's flowing behind him like a cape. And he just runs in uh, amongst all. He goes, "Stop! Stop! Stop!" He sees some of you with the the your hands over your weapons. It's fine. This this is Snoopy. This is Snoopy. I- I will point. I will point out that that would be the exact opposite of Billy the Adult Cowboy because Billy the Adult Cowboy is a kid in a grown person clothes <laughs> as opposed to an adult yeah. in kid clothes. That's true. This is like yes, the complete is. opposite. Is the opposite <laughs> of that. So we have Yin and Yang here standing in front of you. Yes. So um, yeah. Billy is Billy's going to turn to 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 this guy and say, uh, "Hey, um, I think he wants to duel me." Uh, uh, um. Well, Huh? I asked him how many people he's killed. He said, "Rah, I don't know how many that is." So I think he wants to duel me because I've definitely killed the most people in town. Um, okay. Um, one sec. Eddie like points towards John Michael and uh, Reggie. He's like, "If he's safe, he's safe. If as long as as long as you mean no harm, he means us no harm. Everything's good." Um, this person is talking. He's very clearly an adult. And he's talking to you as if he was a child. And it's very clear that he's purposely talking to you. Uh, and he's trying to have this voice of, like, a child. I don't buy it. He's like, he's safe. I, th- I swear. This is Snoopy. He is basically our pet. He's like a guard dog. But he's actually a big puppy. So I would put the rifle away. But I don't buy it whatsoever. So I'm looking at it. him like he's got some mental issues i'm just from a lab point of view he just seems to be kind of off little kid this is adult time if you could please go home um the adults are here we're handling the situation thank you i live here um you he he says how many people he killed he has killed many but only bad guys what is your name hmm your name what do you consider as bad i'm linux like L-I-N-U-X? Linux? So, uh, Linux. Yeah. What What do you construe as bad? Oh, Raiders. Them, Raiders. them the bad guys. The ones that come in and try to take our stuff without paying for it. Okay. Thank you. I just <laughs> wanted to clarify. Uh, at this point, Charles uh, bursts out of Lucinda's and he's like, what's, uh, what's going on here? Everything all right? So we're uh, meeting uh, Snoopy. And uh, Linux, Linux. Oh, I'm so I'm so sorry, um, guys. Um, yes, we have a resident super mutant. I'm so used to his presence. I keep I, sometimes I forget it's not normal. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a he wandered into the area. We thought he was dangerous, and then he never shot at us, so we never shot at him. He's just been hanging around ever since. Yeah, 
So, sorry, he'll he he protect us pretty fiercely. So just uh, don't do anything aggressive towards the townsfolk. I'm so sorry. I should have told you about this. My bad. So you were adopted by a super mutant? No, we adopted the super mutant. As well, I think we adopted him. I don't know. Maybe he's been here before us. I hmm. think it doesn't really matter. I know. Anyways, um, I, sh- I should let you guys know ahead of time. But yeah, he's harmless. And Snoopy at this point, he's just sort of like just walking away, just heading somewhere else. He doesn't act like a normal super mutant. And I, I know a lot about super mutants. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. But he's uh, been helpful to us in uh, cases of danger. So I'm glad he's around. He doesn't mean any harm to us here. He generally doesn't hurt people that come into town unless they show signs of aggression to the rest of us. Mm. What about aggression to each other? Mm, Usually people that come into town together don't shoot each other, but... I'm just wondering if it's aggression that triggers him or if it's specific to being based upon the interactions between you guys. I'm wondering if there's actual social internet. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. Hmm. I don't know what half of what you said meant just now. So, have it happen. Have it happen. You guys ever smashed a can of Nuka Cola? Smashed a kid in Nuka Cola? Smashed a can of Nuka Cola. I've never seen it. That would be cool. I'm, I don't doubt it. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Makes things smash, explode. Sounds great. Um, that's adult I, stuff. I love adult stuff. That's, that's right, because you're Billy the adult cowboy, right? Yes, sir. Okay, good. I remembered that. I gotta make sure I get that. Um, yeah. Um, how how are you guys doing to get uh, finding your way around town? Oh, we we tried. <laughs> I haven't quite made my way to the uh, bird cage yet. Oh, okay. Well, um, you need they, more defenses. All right. All right. Um, Apparently, sorry, just, they're heard... good. They have a big monster. Yeah, he helps out a lot. I've uh, heard a noise, so I came out to see what's up. Uh, Linux, are you good over there? Yeah, boss. I'm all good. They thought I'm great. Oh, hey. Um, all right. Uh, well, the decorations are almost done. Um, I wouldn't wander too far. I'd be ready real quick. Uh, he heads back inside to Lucinda's, and it's just uh, Linux standing there amongst you now. Um, so- Billy will look at Linux and, and say, when being a cowboy for the many years that I have been, it's often normal for a sheriff to deputize someone. So as a kid, uh, being you, uh, you could be a kid deputy if you really wanted to be. Mm. I guess I, I could be. I kind of already am. What do you mean you already are? Well, I mean, uh, big Snoops over there, He's uh, he, he protects the town. I'm always with him. So you're a deputy? I suppose. How I many people what... did you kill to get that title? I've killed so many people, I can't even count that high. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's Do you want to got... have a duel? What was, what's that? We pull our pistols out. Well, first we take 10 steps, and then we turn our backs to each other. And then we I pull don't our think pistols so, out. boys. Um, <laughs> how, about what, I mean, how about no? I My shooting hand hurts today, so maybe not. But we'll just call me the winner. No, no duels today. I have to agree with with these two because if you're saying that violence sets off uh, Snoop Dogg over here, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to put a kibosh on the whole duel thing. Ah shucks, that's so upsetting. Oh no, it's 
Sorry, boys, Billy. Maybe one, maybe next time. Darn. Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, Billy's um, gonna head towards the uh the general store in that okay. direction. All right, Billy, heading towards the general store. Phew. Um, okay. Captain John Michael Carson will go check on Ranger Opie. All right. Anyone else have anything they want to do? So there was the birdcage yep. or birdcage's shop, Lucinda's lemonade. Uh, it was Salome's lemonade stand. Salome's store. Okay. And then Lucinda's. Lucinda's where we go to pass out. They're not open yet. <sighs> nope. Not okay. until supper time. I'll uh, I'll go with uh, whoever is going to the garden. I'll go with. I'll go there too. Captain okay. John Michael Carson's going to okay. the garden. Yeah, we're gonna go check up on the robot. Okay. To Opie. Now, who the is that spot? The whatever it is. Uh, Billy's going to the general store. It's awfully uh, presumptive of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Jaxie. And Reggie. I'm going Wait. to the I'm going over to the birdcage. Okay. And Reggie? Reggie is gonna hang out in the square. Okay. Awesome. Town square. Just kinda hang out and chill and watch them put up decorations. Okay. Sounds good. Uh Captain John Michael Carson and Britt, you head towards Opie oh. in the garden. You guys walk out of town, and you can see a, a what looks like a small field, and you can see some uh, vegetation growing out there. Clearly, something that they're purposely growing for crops, and you can see identify easily as mute fruit, and it's starting to come in real well. Uh, out there, you see a person just leaned over, hunched over, uh, working with a garden tool, and you see Opie there, just <laughs> away into the ground, doing his fertilizing and tilling, uh, and whatever else. It is that Ranger Opie would do within a in living a, his best life. Living his best <laughs> life is the best way to put that. What do you do? First, I'd walk up. Well, I wouldn't exactly scare Ranger Opie because I don't want to die today. But I would say, Yo, Opie. I mean, Opie's got three sixty vision, so I don't think you're going to be able to spook him. So mm. you shouldn't have. Well, well, I, I tried to get his attention to see what's up, see how we doing. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll stop tilling uh, for a moment. Maybe use the uh, the the pincer hand to like pick, you know, some debris out of the saw blade because you know there's probably some mud and stuff in the teeth. Mm -hmm. Gotta gotta keep your tools clean. It's <laughs> like Captain Carson. Aye, and Britt is falling close behind. How are you doing? Quite well. The mute fruit is coming in quite well around here. Did you know that the mute fruit was a mutated form of the apple? No, I did not. Thank you. There are a variety of different mute fruits in the area. There oh, are do tell the, me. Um, there are the Grandma Jones. There is the uh, Green Delicious. There is the green delicious. That's good. The, um, you know, uh, well, around here, that's pretty much it. There's the Grandma Jones and the Green Delicious, but which um, one would I want to put into a pie? Grandma Jones. The the yeah the Grandma Jones. 
Everybody knows that. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, well, I, I came from an oil rig where we actually have apples. Not mute feud. Bully for you. Yeah, only for me. But this is all fascinating in the back of my mind, even though you get the hard, tough center. I I'm an also would like to explore, also see what's up, because I've never been in the wasteland. I, mm-hmm. I am just trying to figure out what is edible and what isn't. So that's why I'm talking to Ranger Opie to see if these fruit are actually edible or anything like that. Um, you will find that the mute fruit is very adaptable, can be used in cooking, can be eaten raw, can be prepared in juices. Britt, yes. this conversation is continuing on. Is there anything that you're doing with them or interacting? I was going to pick a mute fruit. Just take a big old bite out of it. Uh but before you do, um, Ranger Opie may stop and just use the uh, the pincer hand to demonstrate, you know, like the firmness that you need to look for for a good mute fruit. <laughs> it looks like you might be able to be. You're about to pick like a mushy one, and your oh, mute we don't fruit want ex- these. Yeah, right. Don't your mute that. fruit experience was going to be suboptimal at best. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, nobody so wants a suboptimal mute fruit experience. Oh, no, no. I definitely want the most out of my mute fruit. You, you, want, want, the you want the best a, experience. Yes. So for the ideal mute fruit experience, uh, which I used to play band for, uh, bass for, actually, um, for the ideal mute fruit experience, you will uh, you'll want to find one that's uh, a, a bit more firm, that has uh, less give. Uh, when you uh, grab onto it uh the mushy ones good for juice good for cooking um just eating raw though that that's the that's the one you'll want okay so i'm gonna toss this one over my shoulder to captain michael whatever his name is over here it is i'm called captain john michael Carson. please don't remember that I won't. Don't worry. <laughs> going to toss you a, mush, a mushy moot fruit. <laughs> I catch it and squeeze it and see that it's mushy. And then I toss it over my shoulder because I'm smart. I listened to what Ranger Opie said to me. Ranger Opie will retrieve the uh, mushy moot fruit that has been tossed twice and proceed to use it as fertilizer for some of the other plants. <laughs> Waste not, want not. Right, now Ranger Opie style. Get, we're gonna our first podcast T-shirts are gonna be Ranger Opie style for sure, and it's gonna be Gangnam style style. <laughs> All right. Oh. Um, we have so Captain many John ideas. Michael Car- make them Captain John Michael Carson likes to t- continue to talk to Ranger Opie for the benefit of the Enclave for food and sustenance as we probably will take more troops across to the Capital Wasteland as I am just the first person across and I, that I got volunteered for this role. Are you saying all this out loud? No, this is all in my head. Okay, good. I just want to make sure yeah. real quick. Uh, Ranger Opie will indulge all of your questions about uh, planting and the vegetation here, um, the sort of boilerplate recipes that um, they may know. I mean, Ranger Opie is not a culinary expert, but 
what Ranger Opie does have is the equivalent of the first few uh, paragraphs of Wikipedia on each and every one of these items. <laughs> I mean, between that and the processing unit, I'm sure you could logic it out a little bit on some of the dishes. There you go. Right. All right. So as you guys are um, talking out there, talking about mute fruit and uh, agriculture and all all that, uh, after some time goes, uh, you hear a loud dinging sound coming from town square. Bing bong, bing bong. Thanks uh, for the you, effects. How do you guys respond to the, the dinging? Uh, I'm assuming it's time for the. Uh, well, uh, we'll we'll go to your we'll go to your guys' scene. Uh, for those three in particular, uh, how do you respond to that? Must be dinner time. All right. Finally. Um, <laughs> uh, dinner time. I I will pick uh, about a a dozen uh, exceptionally ready to eat meat fruits and store them. However, I'm supposed to hold 150 pounds of gear. Um, I'm guessing a cargo net, uh, pockets, magic pockets. Um, <laughs> Open the door. Magic Mr. In. Handy pockets. Um, <laughs> Play got drums a back for them. door on the back back of your <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, but door. I'll uh, get about a dozen. I figure that would satisfy all the the, the individuals that need food, and okay. I'll I'll take them to to dinner. All right, or lunch, or supper, or whatever we're celebrating. Right. Uh, this time of day, it would be more indicative of dinner. Um, let's go to Billy heading into Salome's. Uh, lemonade stand. Uh, Billy, what is it you're trying to do? Uh, the description for Sally May's lemonade stand, if I remember correctly, um, of things that they had in there, one of them was a giddy-up buttercup. Uh, not a full one, but he has like a couple pieces of a giddy-up buttercup. A couple pieces? Sure, that's fine. Um, right, Billy, I forgot I had my leg was one. Billy did not forget. Um, Billy approaches the counter uh and 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 says how much for the for the giddy up buttercup pieces well uh little one there huh i'm not uh, little i'm an adult cowboy i'm so sorry mr adult cowboy man uh for that giddy up buttercup pieces looking it up um that would run you about which piece are you looking for leg head torso um, uh, 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 as many as you have okay um well i got a leg i got a piece of a head but not the neck part uh, i think this was another leg piece here you probably take this for i'll say seven caps how about i give you one cap and a grenade one one, one cap and a grenade well a grenade is um rather valuable but i don't have much use for that um, but I could give that to uh, Birdcage. Uh, probably going to have to do better than that. If you wouldn't mind making a charisma bar check. Difficult sure. too. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, with, a, with a zero skill, I rolled a two and a three, uh, which gives me two successes. Oh, wow. In that. All right, then. She, and she looks at you and she says, oh, aren't you precious? Uh, you know what? Sure. Uh, one cap and, uh, and, a, and a hand grenade. You have the pieces of the giddy up buttercup. Um, Billy takes out the grenade pieces and kind of like crumples them in his hand and hands them over to her along with his last remaining cap. And he asks her, um, uh, oh. and where can I get, where can I get other pieces for this? Um, oh, I see here. That's broken. Um, oh, um, 
well, I can't say that it comes through very often. Um, might be able to find pieces out in, about in the ghost town, uh, but it's getting late. I wouldn't go venturing there. Uh, maybe the caravans will come by. They'll have some, possibly. I could tell you. Sorry, young. Sorry, uh, sorry, Billy the adult cowboy. And she uh, tips her head at you. Um, Billy accepts this answer uh, and says, uh, thank you, ma'am, and kind of tips his hat as he walks out uh, with his full, what, what is it, arm and head, to, or two legs and a head of a, of a steel horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, add that to your inventory and uh, I will uh, one cap yeah and she, well, a gentleman tips her hat back as you exit the store uh, around the time of you exiting the store after perusing for a while you hear a dinging sound uh, let's head over to Jaxi you're entering into Birdcage's shop uh, you open the big door and you enter in it's kind of like the same description as before um, and the person in question is in the corner working at a workbench just a tinkering away excuse me mm, yeah um do you have any fusion cells mm, not none that i can give you or like what do you need them for uh, i need them for ammo oh uh yeah uh, the fusion cells i have here are mine uh but you know if you want to pay enough i could part with one or two uh what do you got i've got a few caps how much would you take for one one cap, one cap is gonna. No. How many caps did you say? I didn't say. Oh, yeah, you know, for one, I mean, I'd probably say six caps per. Hmm, think you can go four? Make a charisma barter check difficulty two. He doesn't really want to part with them. Charisma barter check, difficulty two. Oh, cool. I was successful on one and I failed on the other. Nah, I'm not really sorry. Hmm. They're most they're mostly for me. You know what? I probably shouldn't sell them. I might need it anyways. Uh, so they have sorry. Hmm. Do you have any radio equipment? Um, I mean, we got pieces of radios, and you can see that there's a radio, like just a like a music playing radio in the corner. I haven't turned it on in a while. I don't know. Might be able to use it for something, but I don't really uh, need the radio much. Okay, never mind. Thank you. All right. I exit this place. Okay. Um, after perusing with him and talking, uh, you also you hear the loud uh, ding sound as well. Uh, last, we're going to go to Reggie. You're just hanging out at the sound square, and Linux is sitting there with you, and he's just looking up at you. So, are you, uh, are you here to see the Supreme Mute Fruit? Uh, <clears throat> I'm, so, I'm sorry, what? The, you haven't heard of the Supreme Mute Fruit? Uh can't say I have. Uh, the pre-mute fruit comes out at the harvest time. Uh, he brings all sorts of goodies. That's where everyone gets it from. Uh, when we do the harvest festival, everyone has candies and snacks. And the supreme mute fruit comes out from the from the garden and brings it to them. And that's where we get it from. I haven't seen him yet, but I think this year I'm going to. All right, everybody, stay tuned. We're going to have a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ever wanted to be a content creator but had no clue where to begin? Come join me as I sit down with content creators that have already faced the challenges you're up against as they discuss the tips and tricks that help them be successful. Here on The Content Creator's Guide, available wherever podcasts can be found. Welcome back, everyone. Here we go. So, uh, <clears throat> Supreme Mutifruit? Yeah, you know, whatever, Grand Mutifruit. I don't That's just life. That's what I call him. You know? He comes out of the garden and gives presents? Well, he gives the candy. But yeah, he seemed to got it, so uh, I don't see what the problem is. Okay, and have you seen him? Not yet. This, this Not yet? Year, though. I'll see him for sure. And he comes out tonight? Uh, around, I would imagine so, because we're doing the party tonight. Okay. Um, when does he come out? Mm, soon. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, you want me to find you when I find him? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, please, please, please. Yeah, okay. I'm very interested to see... The supreme grand fruit. Me too. It's gonna be good. You'll you'll be in Lucinda's with everyone else, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's where we're sitting. I'll, I'll be there for a while. Okay. Uh, um, you just you let me know. Okay. Um, and he runs off, and some time passes, and you start to hear a loud ringing from behind you, and turning towards the sound, you can see Charles Brown sitting there with a bell just ringing away. To let everyone know to come over to Lucinda's tavern. And around that time, the rest of you all convene. Bing bong. What do you guys uh, do from here? Proceed uh, to so go in. Food. Sorry. I don't want to assume anything. That's all. I mean, I would like to go into the tavern and, and find out about this tavern situation. What's, go what's going on in the tavern? Perfect. So what's my, am I getting free food? Because Captain John Michael Carson is broke AF. Mm -hmm. Every, so everyone heading to the tavern then? Yeah, I'll go to the tavern. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm watching everybody go into the tavern first, then I enter behind everyone. I'm good. Um, so you open the doors to the tavern, and inside are some not crazy impressive decorations, but you know what's a, a good sense of spirit here. Uh, some fall colors uh, kind of strung about everywhere with whatever people can find um there are some things put together that look spell harvest fest um and everybody seems to be walking around in their best attire as it looks like um uh, everyone starts coming in one at a time you see birdcage walk in uh, you see charles brown is there salome eventually makes her way in um some of you you haven't met everyone in town but um, little by little, everyone starts coming in. And Charles Brown says, uh, calms everyone down after everyone gets there. He says, everyone, welcome, welcome to our Harvest Festival. Um, for those out-of-towners, he indicates towards you guys. Uh, this is something we do uh, after a harvest is done or when our crops are coming up. We just, we take the food that might spoil soon and we have a big feast together. Uh, each of the main citizens here have made a special dish out of... Um, what we had grown and 
yeah, it's just a time to celebrate being alive, really. It's a it's nothing special, but to us it is. Um, you're more than welcome to join in. Uh, each person here, they'll have some sort of treat that they can give you, like a little snack. Uh, but if you want anything else, you'll have to talk to Lucinda to get any extra food. And I already talked to her. She's going to clear up having some accommodations upstairs. Um, uh, yeah, and that'll be more than fine. You spent some money in our town already, so uh, we will give you guys a good rate for that. Uh, but other than that, uh, just enjoy the party. And then they all go out. And there's an old jukebox in the corner. The tavern itself is looks like an old old tavern. If you were around in pre-war times, you uh, kind of feel at home here. There are tables set up. There's a bench. There's a bar. Uh, there's a bunch of glasses and stuff behind the bar, but a lot of it's broken. A lot of them don't match. Um, it doesn't appear to be any liquids in a lot of the stuff behind there. And you see a woman with dark black hair uh, also wearing a blue dress, but not nearly as fancy as Salome's. Uh, she's just behind the bar, ready to go, and everyone else is just mingling about while the jukebox plays some sort of classical tune over the radio. And everyone's talking to each other. Um, each person seems to have a, an area that they're staying in. A couple of the tables have little plates with uh, pieces of food on them. Uh, what do you guys do? I'm uh, going to go look for like a plate so I can go. I'm hungry. Right. Same. Uh, okay. Me three. I'll probably approach the bar. Uh, right. And that's what I'm doing. All right. Britt and Ranger Opie. Going with Billy to the bar. Nice. I'll yeah. um, strategically place the mute fruits that I have picked. By that, I mean just unceremoniously piled someplace because. <laughs> I don't really have a eye for um, indoor aesthetic and table setting. Not in your programming. Not in your programming. All right. Uh, you place a bunch of fruit in the table. Uh, Charles Brown is actually walking by at a time. He says, did you uh, pick these and get, prepare them yourself, Ranger? Well, I, I picked them. And if by preparing you mean placing on the table, then yes, I have also prepared them. I mean, they look. I do believe I have the capability to uh, slice um, flambe or even juice uh, these if there would be a desire for such a thing. Wow. Well, thanks. That's so kind of you. Like, outsiders don't usually do that. But that's so, you know what? I'm going to get you and your crew. I'm going to let you, I'm going to make sure you guys get accommodations tonight for free. Thank you for that. Uh, wow. <laughs> That's great. Thank you, Ranger. Appreciate it. Yeah. And he slaps you where he thinks your back would be, and it makes a ping tinny noise. <laughs> Bang. Bang. A pong tangy noise. There you go. Billy and Britt, you guys approach the bar, and behind there um, is a, looks like a kind of a, a gruff, rough woman, uh, but uh, is looks ready to hear what you have to say. As you approach the bar, she says, All right, buttheads, what can I get you? Uh, Billy, will turn, Billy will turn <laughs> to uh, Britt and say, um, What do you think I should get? Sweetie, I think you should get a Kool-Aid, but I'm going to have a whiskey. <laughs> well, I mean, that sounds fine. And he turns to, the, uh, turns to the bartender and says, Can I get two whiskeys? One for me and one for my lady friend. And she uh she kind of looks at you, and looks at Brit. Uh, looks at you, looks at Brit again. How old are you? I'm I'm an adult. I said, how old are you? I'm 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 
23. All right, whatever. It's good enough for me. Um, you in charge? <laughs> you in charge of this one? She points towards you, Britt, the tall one. I mean, in charge? No, no. But this is my in, traveling companion. He's in my group. Hmm. Well. There's a lot of complimentary drinks tonight, so I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to give you your points to you, Britt. I'm going to give you your shot, and I'll give you another half shot that you can either have or give to this one. All right, butthead? All right. I would like, I would like a full shot. Well, I think you're probably going to be good with this. And she, like, leans over, and she puts her hands on the thing. She leans over. Listen here, butthead. All right? We're going to start with this, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, Billy will then pull out his gun and point it directly at the bartender and say, now you listen here, you're going to give the cowboy what he wants. I couldn't leave it. You couldn't leave it. Couldn't just leave it. The the voice crack is what made it. That was good. Um, (laughs) She she leans back and crosses her arms and she looks at you. Uh, Make a charisma plus speech check. Sure. Uh, difficulty one. All right. Uh, I got zero successes, but I'm going to be uh, a little fun and re-roll that for. I'm going to use one of my luck points okay. to essentially uh, re-roll one of my dice to see if I can. Because I, it would suck for <laughs> Billy. Yeah. If this didn't work. I really feel for him. I do. I do too. It's zero successes. It does not work. Oh. And she, <laughs> Darn you. She, she just You're so back. close, dude. So close. She leans back <laughs> and says, mm-hmm. Okay. Let's take some balls to do something like that, butthead. You can handle that half shot. Come back later. Maybe I'll give you something. Um, Billy looks a little confused and just takes the half shot and, and kind of like tips his hat down so you can't really see his face. <laughs> the rest of you were going out and getting some food. Um, looking for Captain John Michael Carson's hungry. You guys looking for anything in particular? Do you peruse or do you just go for what you can find? One I just go each. for what I can find. Same. Reggie, I didn't hear you. One of each. One of each. Awesome. You go around to different tables and you can see um, clearly they had just finished a tato uh, crop. And so that's what they're trying to finish. And so you see all sorts of different dishes centered around tatoes there's tato chips there's mashed tatoes all sort of tato type dishes um and so you can go around table to table and there's a little bunches on each plate and as you're going people are saying like okay just one plate per person at each one and so by the end you guys are actually have few plates that you can eat of and it's more than enough of a hearty meal to feed you guys for the night let's go back to the table and eat Starches. This is just very carb heavy. Starch. Potato <laughs> fries. Oh man, I was gonna sweet tato. I'm trying to think of all the tato dishes you can have. Mm, delightful. Is there ketchup? Tato skins. Tato tato skins. I don't think there's ketchup. Why wouldn't there be ketchup? I mean, it'd be probably yeah. Why wouldn't thing to make? <laughs> very preserved. I'm sure. Hmm. You make a good point. Uh. Kind of I mean, even if it's dishes. homemade ketchup so you guys um uh you sit at a table with your food um and you're just sitting there do you uh converse at all or do you just eat and i'm just eating 
I'm chowing down here, man. I walked almost like a mile and a half today. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm not trying to force it, just giving you opp- opportunities. Reggie, anything for you? Uh, the 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 young the young one was talking to me something about a grand supreme. I don't trust fruit. the kid. And said that it comes out at night during this festival and gives out presents or food or candy or something like that. So I'm not sure what to think about that. If it's real or if it's a local thing or if it's, uh, I don't know, some type of uh, mutated creature that we need to be concerned with. I was talking in general to everybody, sorry. Do you think maybe it's just a myth? I mean, don't y'all have your big baddie myths, you know, like, you know, I'm from West Virginia, so we have Mothman and things of that nature. Or don't you have anything like that from where you're from? Well, I know that I know that you have those uh, urban legends and stuff like that here, but uh, I don't know. It just seemed kind of questionable as to a thing, great, supreme, grand fruit bringing things to children. I don't know. It seemed odd to me. I don't know. Probably just something their mamas told them to get them to go to bed early. I don't know. Okay. All right. Um, you like <laughs> potato skins? Oh, I love they're them. Not ba- they're not bad. They're a bit crunchy sometimes. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so the party continues on. Uh, unless does anyone have anything else they'd like to add before we continue? Nope, just eating. Party continues on. Uh, People come and go. They drink. They have fun. They dance. They start singing. um, And everybody's making the rounds here, eating the food, and they're having a great time. And the nightfall comes, and it's still uh, a rambunctious time here at Lucinda's Tavern. Lucinda is just at the bar, listening to people talk, listening to their problems, giving them advice, that kind of thing. Um, At some point in the night, However, someone bursts open the door and wind blows in. And this, one of the citizens there, this young woman, she says, Come quick, it's Linus. He's a, and she points towards uh, out, out of town and just runs into the darkness. How do you respond? I follow her as quickly as possible with my weapon drawn. You follow? Charles I, gets up and starts running out as well. I follow also. I bite. I'll go. I'll go. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pink in the cheeks because of my half shot of whiskey, though, as a <laughs> child. Child stumbling <laughs> out the door. You, prob- <laughs> you probably managed to score another half shot or, or two from other people while you're there, but yeah. <laughs> Ranger Opie will definitely follow, assuming this was some type of creature attack or something in the wilderness this is probably not ranger opie's first rodeo so everybody leaves the tavern including most of the townsfolk and the ones that stay and are like kind of whispering to each other and like talking um as you're running out um into the relative darkness there's not really a lot of sunlight left um charles is further ahead of you guys 
And the young woman, you can see she at some point gets down, is just sort of weeping along the, the side road. Uh, you make your way out to kind of where Ranger Opie was in the mute fruit garden. And there's a huge patch of it that has just disappeared. And the ground beneath looks disturbed. But in the center of the ground, you see Linux laying on the ground with his cape over his the front of his face, just laying there. Charles is turned around at this point and he's like hey everybody everybody back away go back head to the tavern um he's kind of behind you guys you guys are still at the scene here he hasn't roused you back yet he's trying to get all the citizens back i can handle this i've killed a lot of people um <laughs> and i i he would like to check and see uh what uh look at linus for any wounds um any like how like how is this happened medically speaking gotcha okay uh you are going to make a, a intelligence medicine check or no you're looking to see what kind of wounds so i'd say perception plus medicine sure uh difficulty two. while he's doing while, while he's doing that i'm watching his back even though i don't care about him uh, i got zero successes on that um oh did you, you roll any complications? No, you no know. complications. No complications. Okay. Uh, you look at him. You don't know okay. what happened. Okay, in your mind, you can't figure it out. I would, I would, at this point, like to turn to everybody and say, because this is Billy, the character. <laughs> As bandits, guys, they shot him and killed him, and then and. and I've seen this happen uh, uh, 200 times at least. They definitely shot him and killed him. And then he takes up and put takes his hat off and puts it over his his, uh, his chest. Um, Ranger okay. Opie would like to use their sensor suite to see if there's any threats in the area. Uh, okay. It is dark. It would be difficult to see and hear and all that stuff. I just want to... Okay. Sensor um, suite. Is that one of the traits... No, it basically, I'm flavoring a perception gotcha. check. Gotcha, right. <laughs> All right, um, so you're looking for any threats. I would say perception plus survival check. Um, difficulty zero, you're just looking in the immediate area. Okay, perception survival. And difficulty zero, you said? Yeah. Cool, I got one success. Okay, one success. Um you're not detecting anything in the immediate vicinity that seems dangerous. Um, obviously, you have Linux here who has been killed in some way, not determined yet. And the ground around has been disturbed, but you're not getting any movement nearby other than the people that you are already accounting for. Um, no heat signatures. I'm not really sure exactly all that the Mr. Handy would have on him. But um, nothing immediately around you. I'll just continue to be on guard with the you know generic warning like this time of the evening nocturnal predators do tend to make themselves um uh, a bit more uh, aggressive hmm. be on the lookout and stay on your guard maverick you're uh, sorry, uh, captain john michael carson you're still standing guard um jaxi reggie brit anything that you guys would do in this situation yeah well, i want to take a look at the body yeah, Britt's actually went to med school, so she wants to look because I'm not really thinking that Billy knew what he was looking at. I feel attacked. <laughs> <Billy> <laughs> Sorry. Feels 
I just, you know, I feel like Linux I can was ventilated a by bandits. What? Medical examination. What do you not believe about the story? What? <laughs> what? Oh man, it's called peer review. It's as part of the process. It's peer review. Yeah, yeah peer review. we're just checking oh, all of your work. Second opinion. You know, gaslight everyone to thinking that they also heard the gunshots while you were in their car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Future on the body, Reggie. What would you be doing? Um, I'm gonna look around the uh, body and see if I can see like tracks or anything. Looking for clues. Gotcha. Okay. Scooby you. Um, Where are Brit you, Britton Jaxie? How do you approach the examination of this body? What, what, how would your characters do that? So, um, as a med student, I mean, you're gonna be looking, basically, doing a, a physical. You know, looking for any kind of entry wounds or any kind of defensive wounds or anything like that so okay jaxi same premise i mean but uh first i would pull the cover off so i can see the body mm -hmm. okay uh you pull the mm -hmm. cover off and you can see the face um and it's just linux's face eyes are still open a little unnerving uh nothing stands out to you just with that it seems to be the way you landed um brit uh or Let's go with Brit since that's your specialty. And then Jaxi, I'm going to have you be assisting. So there'll be an extra D20. Uh, Brit, if you wouldn't mind making, uh, what is it you're trying to look for specifically? Well, I want to see, did he get shot by bandits? Or is, you know, maybe did someone stab him? Did he get chewed up by wild animals? I mean, what happened here? Are there, what, what, are, what type of abrasions are there? Right. I mean, were there defensive wounds? Did he try and fight off an attacker? I mean, what, okay. you know, uh, what happened to this poor kid? <laughs> so it seems you're looking for symptoms. Uh, you're looking for signs. So I'm going to go with intelligence plus medicine check. Um <laughs> Same with you, Jaxi. Uh, but roll a 1d20 to assist her roll. And this is going to be a difficulty two. I have two successes. I got an eight. Uh, is that a success or a failure? Let me see. I got to look at the page here. What was it you said again? Intelligence, Intelligence and medicine. I have a three and a six. So yes, it's success. success. Three successes. Um, and you've banked one AP for the group. You guys are now at two. AP, I believe. Three. Three? Three, yeah. sorry, three yeah, because sorry. we have one. Yeah. 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 One, two, three, three for the entire group. Okay. Uh, so looking at the body, uh, not shot, not stabbed. So fairly obviously, there's no bullet holes. There's no entry exit wounds or of any sorts. Doesn't look like any blood was spilled. Uh, you do see abrasions all over the body, however, um, and signs of swelling and a little bit of bulging along some of the limbs which could potentially indicate bone breaks as well. Bone and breaks are swelling from poisoning. Yeah. Um, and if it's bulges in the limbs, it's probably a bone. Um, and so yeah. and you're, you're seeing those all over the body. So all, all four limbs, even the torso and the neck, um, you're seeing these kind of uh, bruising and abrasions and, uh, and that kind of swelling, and, which would, as I said, indicate a bone break. That's what So you're crushing? Seeing. So it looks like something just kind of like picked him up and crushed him. <laughs> like, why did it like tossed him? Probably crumpled. Yeah. Weird. I've heard bandits are into sledgehammers. Oh. <laughs> so are super mutants. Has anybody seen the resident super mutant? Ever since the big bell. 
Where's it? Where's Linus's pet? Snoopus. Snoopo. Snoopus. Snoop Doggy Dog. All right. Snoop Lion. As you guys are investigating the body, Billy, I believe you have the highest perception. Yeah. Uh, you hear some jingling amongst, uh, well, as they're wrestling around, you hear some jingling uh, from emanating from the body. Um, I would like to search and see what that jingling is. Okay. Um, that would be perception plus survival difficulty zero. Let's get a roll together. <laughs> three successes. That's Hopefully. very nice. Uh, yeah. Three successes for that. Um, hey, beautiful. You're at max AP for the group, unless you want to use any right now. Or something. I, I don't need to. No, I don't need to use any AP right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Reroll. Why not? Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, very easily find a set of old keys hidden in his pocket. Um. Okay, uh, Billy's gonna going to take out the keys and uh, look at them and kind of show them to the group and says, you see this? This is definitely what you're supposed to put on the back of boots. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. That, imagine that in Billy's voice. Um, and he, he kind of uh, looks around and says, who do these spurs belong to? I'm more interested in where do those keys open? Mm. They're very specifically spurs. Are you sure? Those don't look like spurs. Maybe you're <sighs> right. They do jingle jangle, though. They do. All I mean, you could probably convert them. Why not? But what, right what now. You, what do you got there? And you, Charles Brown comes walking up to the group. Mr. Got, Charles, I have these keys or spurs. Uh, you guys are looking around here. You guys find any, any stops as asking a question. He sees keys that you're holding. I know, I know what those those are for. Do you do you guys know what happened here? There were no. some bandits that came through with sledgehammers. Bandits? No, maybe not. We're not, not positive. It just looks like this poor child has been beaten to death. Oh. Gosh, golly. Crumpled to a pulp. Good gosh, golly. This is this is a mess. Um, I don't suppose I could ask you outsiders to help with this. I mean, seeing as how you're already jumping in for some reason. Sorry. It's just Linux, my best friend growing up. You know, he's, he acted like a kid all the time. He used to be all normal in the head, but you know, just living out here, it broke. I guess this is how he coped. Sorry. Um, Billy will grab Charles by the arms, look him dead in the eyes, and say, Believe me when I say this, that I will seek revenge for your friend and kill anyone who stands in my path. That means my, my mighty luck to me, well, young one. Perhaps you are more adult cowboy than I let on, than I believe. <clears throat> All right. So, if you're, you're intent on uh, helping out, I, know, I don't know why Linux would have those keys on him, but... Uh, them it leads to it's kind of like an underground bunker. Nothing like those vaults, but it's a little underground system beneath this town. I think it's sewers. I don't know what it is. But um, if he had those keys, I, I don't know if there's anything there to look for, but I need to go take care of my people. Would you guys mind uh, 
checking that out. Why would he have those keys? I mean, you said this is a bunker. Do y'all use it? No, it's not a bunker. Sorry, it's um, it's just what I thought. It's it's just the like sewers? an underground. It's not. It's like sewers, yeah, but it's an underground system of tunnels. Um, most of them are caved in. I think I think it's mostly just sewer systems, but they seem pretty wide. But I don't know. They did, should be in bird cages. Shop. You shouldn't have them. So, did he play down there? Oh, uh, he. I think I played everywhere. Used to, I guess. Um, and I said he adopted this childlike persona a few years back, just trying to cope with the, the wasteland. Maybe. People do really weird things like that sometimes. Yeah, it seems like it, doesn't it? Anyway, if you don't want it, that's fine. I can uh, I can do it myself, or I can find some others. Uh, I'll just I'll take a look into it. Yeah. Appreciate it. I'll kill whoever you want me to. I'm gonna go back to the tavern, make sure everyone's doing all right. Um, you guys do what you see as you see fit. I mean, you've been helpful so far. Seem capable to get out this far, but um, come back with me if you want or whatever. Thank you for. Oh boy, this is a tragedy. And you just do find any. If you do happen to find any extra fusion cells, that would be helpful. Yeah, you don't don't worry. You'll be you'll be rewarded for this. I appreciate your help. And you just, Is there a bathroom in the tavern? Um, I assume there would be. Yes. Cool. Sorry. Do you need to go to the bathroom, Captain? Yes. <laughs> yes, the captain needs to use the toilet. Oh, oh my god! Taking a brief bathroom break. Uh, Mav, sorry. Is this your way of saying you need to go to the bathroom? Yes. Okay. You want to take another break? Okay. All right. No, I just have to use the bathroom. I was trying to do it in the most. Way, in, <laughs> and I did. And I did. Off, and I did point it out. All right. Uh, well, Charles Brown walks solemnly towards the tavern. Uh, you guys have the keys, and he's asked you to look into it. You can choose to or not. Um, this is a good place for us to take our second break. Sassy. Okay. We're going to take another break. Uh, so, hang in with us and. Uh, join us after the break to find out if we head to the sewers or not. All right, folks, that's going to do episode two. I hope you are enjoying yourself so far. Episode three coming up next. Goodbye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Do you love Dragon Age? Have you always wanted to learn more about its vast world and detailed lore? Are you still attached to your hero of Ferelden, even a decade after Dragon Age Origins came out? Or maybe you're a newer fan, still discovering a new tidbit or quest every day. Well, either way, the Dragon Age Lorecast is the podcast for you. I'm Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm Shelby, also known as SheCup. And come and join us as we embark on a journey to explore and discover all things Dragon Age. We'll discuss all kinds of topics, from Lyrium to the Chantry and the great mysteries of the old gods, and even more that even you Bioware superfans might not know about. So come and listen on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And always remember... Swooping.